Hi, this is Jay Ossing from Twin Peaks The Return. You're listening to Inspirado Projecto. Novels or pieces of art that are popular or have a really strong pull. Utopian? Yeah, I can't think of too many. They always seem to get out of control. Yeah, it's all the story's always yeah, because I guess there's not much of a story if something's just utopian. But. It's like it's got to get that little crack in there. It's like the little Dutch boy with his finger in the well or in the in the dam. You know, he's like trying to plug these little beep beep beep, beep and as more and more of them come through. Have you ever met that guy? The little Dutch boy. He's yeah. probably still standing there to this day. <laughs> is he a Dutchman? Is he a Dutchman or is he still just a Dutch boy? He's just like a scrapper. <laughs> oh my god. He just he just made it. He just had babies just standing there at the wall, just sitting there in the hole. I didn't know what was on the other side of the yeah. wall, and I put my pee pee in. <laughs> and now I have fish babies. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I hear the call of the mermaid again. Papa, papa. <laughs> Okay, final suggestion I got put out there because Andy and I loved it. Have you watched Russian Doll? I did, and I was going to bring that up to you. Jay and I watched the whole thing. Probably I loved it. Favorite oh. TV show I've seen. I loved it, man. I loved it. She was amazing. Oh my God, so good. The ensemble was so good. Yeah. Everyone bounced yeah. off each other so well. And you saw how the the episode, how the whole thing itself actually became the Russian Doll. The way okay. that she either got more to the core of it or she got farther away from it. Whether she was peeling away layers or going more into this core it was astounding how that all happened throughout there things start rotting things start dying you know I'm like Jenny I think there's less people at that party and then she's walking around she's like hey yeah. there's less people at this party <laughs> I mean man it was incredible yes. that was awesome she makes friends with the homeless guy and horse oh man oh dude that was great I love that man what do you think the haircut in that because she didn't get cut the last time she was actually it was the first time. It was just, I don't know, but like the guy had no shoes. I mean, it, it was just all these stories that kept circling around each other. Yeah, that was interesting. So yeah. she got to see from the other perspective of whether she was actually there or not there. I loved how they cleverly put her in a pirate shirt or whatever because the girl spills, that goes, Pah! she splashes it in her face, changes it in the shirt. So at the end, oh, and then the guy, someone puts a tie <laughs> on him or something. laughing yeah. when they do that to each other. When she spills the drink oh, yeah. on purpose at the party, you oh, bitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, thank you. Like, that's fucking just oh, a yeah. true, awesome... Not true, necessarily. They just start laughing together. Yeah, like... Like, what a great we're option. fucking absurd. Yeah. I'm fucking smoking crack cocaine, basically. Yeah. Like, what was it laced with? PCP or... Oh, ketamine. Ketamine, ketamine. yeah. Man. It was so clever. And, and the writing was great, too. Oh, just the little amazing. asides. I mean, yeah. there's so many play on words. You say, like, hocus pocus. And just, like... Just little rhyming things. She reminded me of Peter Falk. <laughs> like, she yeah. was like a Peter Falk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just all like crying crumply and... Crumply? <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrific... Hey, you know, like this walking and then the big coat swaying in the wind. Hey, hey, what's that over there? What's that over here? I got, I got, a, I got a, a mystery to solve. Man, I just hope they do more stuff. I hope I don't want to. Did they make any Columbo out. jokes in there? They did, didn't they? I don't think I, I didn't pick any up. I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, oh man, I thought I had heard someone make a Columbo joke. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's why I thought of it. I don't recall it. So. But she told it. But she, the way that she was going around trying to solve the crime. At first, she thought it was the building. You know, maybe there's something yeah, yeah. strange with the building. 
Yeah, she was great. And a whole they montage of her well. just her falling down the stairs. Well, that's the thing is like, and I love the fact that she would not. It's like, nope, not the stairs. Where's where the fire? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. yeah. Great. Well, I mean, she, like, she's an atheist, it seemed, uh, or at least very unreligious. But when she they break into the rabbi, she's like, can you just, you know, just in case, kind of be like, that was awesome. Just the lack of uh, mm-hmm, just in case. Yeah, kind of like the like, and she played it off like, yeah, whatever, kind of thing. But it's like, just that fear of I better fucking get something. <laughs> How did you die? How did you die? <laughs> like, kitchen explosion. And I just love she kept calling the, the, the gas company all the time. No, just oh, trust yeah. me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do not use the stove. Was that Anne Bancroft? Who's that I actress? Think it is. Good call. Yeah, I think, I think it was. Who's Anne? I don't know. It's the that. mother, or the yeah, pseudo the mother. mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow, yeah, I that writing was phenomenal. Order, by the way. I've already called her kids. And you know what's so cool too? The music. It was very eighties. It seemed very very eighties. Oh, the the way that the font right was there. and everything and Well and uh, Mr. Blue Sky or what was the song that kept playing it? That was just in your head like that and it became manic and almost like they didn't change it, but it became menacing. Yeah, more echoey and Yes, because when the room emptied <laughs> out and you're hearing yeah. it and there's like mm. nobody at the party, it's like this is fucked up. Like Yeah, no, it was perfect. It was great too because little tiny asides in the beginning end up looping back around with a much bigger part, so to speak, a, a bigger investigation into it. So at first, I'm like, hey, I know that guy. I mean, heck, maybe that first time she comes out, maybe that isn't her first time. You know, the first time she gets hit by the car, maybe that's not her first time. It is because it was when he committed suicide and they had to save each other. Oh, that was the same night. That's right. It'd be interesting to know. Than why that homeless guy was. I I feel like horse meant a lot more, and I need to watch it again to understand. What oh, ho- horse, horse was the homeless guy. Was the, oh, that's right. Yeah, I love how they cut to that shot, and he's got the deer, the horse head on his head, and it just for that brief moment, you're like, "What's going on over there?" And then it turns out that he's the leader of this huge, yeah. crazy parade coming through the streets. Oh, I love the ending. Yeah, that ending was just. And the two so, double like, screens, man, just yeah. really how they did it. That was great, mm-hmm. and it just was. It was fantastic realism at that point. It was like, I mean, we suspended our belief for the crossing and the re dying and stuff, which was cool. But this whole everybody just coming out for a dance was totally just absurd, and it was perfect. What a perfect cherry on. I gotta investigate and find out who those writers are and anyone involved with that just Polar. to see. Amy Poehler. There's Natasha oh. Leone and Amy Poehler and one other person played together. Wow. I mean, I'm sure there were other writers, How but they fun. were producers and creators. Amy Poehler's doing a lot now behind the camera. That's good. She's got a face for behind the camera. <laughs> Oh, Conan's little sister. She used to write for Conan. She would appear as his little sister. Oh, that's awesome. That was like when the show first started. And then Conan used to write for Saturday Night Live, didn't he? Uh, Simpsons, too. He wrote the monorail, one of the best episodes. What happens in that episode? They get a monorail! It goes nowhere. <laughs> Wait, a monorail in Springfield? Or? Yeah. Yeah, it's oh. about based on uh, Music Man. Mm. We got trouble right here for the city. That character's the monorail salesman's based on. Is it a musical? Man. They have a monorail song. There is a musical oh song. Oh my god, that's great. Um, I forget it though. So does the monorail pop up in other 
Simpsons episodes, like in the background or anything, or people referring Does to it? it? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I remember that. Oh, this um, this one thing that I want to. What? No, Andy says no. A carrot top? Cat tapped out. It's an Android game where you create your own Simpsons. Oh, and what is it? And what you create a Simpsons character? You create your own Simpsons town. Like you keep oh. people back to it, and it's got like hundreds of characters. Is it like now. Sims? Kind of, yeah, actually, kind of. I mean, you don't really get to build out a house. Like, you'll get the Simpsons house, and then you'll get a roller rink. Like, and I've got a uh, hack that I can get the premium currency and put in your guys' thing, so... Um, Is that what you're playing right now? I, I fuck around with it on my phone. I mean, I... I oh, it's a, oh, so it's a it's phone game. It's a phone game, yeah, yeah. And then what, like, what kind of, like... How many moving... Pe- you know, some of those phone games get pretty, pretty involved. Oh, Are there a lot of moving pieces in that? One I can imagine. Yeah, we have hundreds of characters that move around. We have what? Hundreds of characters that move around. Oh. And then, I mean, every time, like right now, we did just film a bit. They just finished the Valentine's Day event. They'll, they'll have a St. Patrick's Day event coming up. And they'll release about six, five or six new characters. Some are major characters, like they just did Ned's parents, who were, you know, in a couple episodes, Ned Flanders' parents. Um... But yeah, sometimes it's somebody who just flashed on the screen for like Scr- Scratchy's wife or something who just was flashed on a cartoon screen. And can screen you, and your little people interact with these people? You are. The, yeah, I'm bringing it up right now so you can see what it's like. And if you do end up downloading it, um, create a password that you don't use for other things because mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. going to use a hack on it and one that you're okay with me having. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I'll go in uh, every few days and dump a bunch of donuts in there for you to spend. <laughs> Astounding. Once it loads, so you pay. So you pay for stuff with donuts, uh, or cash. They or, or fake cash. The fake cash mm. you can uh, get gather through collecting. It the through the premium stuff, stuff is you have to spend. Fucking oh my god! The pink donuts. Like all of these things are like we build our town. Like I can show you Andy's town. I could show yeah. you his friend Joe's town. Well, go ahead and yeah. move around. Uh, you can. Don't worry about clicking. So you build. You just build the town. You place stuff wherever you want it. Like this is what? my layout. Nobody else has so this you, layout. I built this monorail. So you put all these little my whole town. mountains and everything? The mountains are there. You have to unlock past them eventually, which I, I did. Oh, geez. So you can make this big and bigger and bigger, huh? Let me do this. Whoa. Oh, yeah, dude. Look. So... What the ah, heck? This is nuts. What the fuck is going oh, on? Oh, she's doing something to that little boy. Oh, is that it? Okay, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, he shot a missile. And oh, shoot. Who shot a missile? Uh, I, I think we tapped out a robot guy who has missiles. Oh. And he blows up Springfield. So, yeah, you collect money. So, wait, you can blow up Springfield, too? Just, that's the only thing it does is that. Wait, so you 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 have... So, as you build the town, you're making money? Yes. Because uh, people are just living Every there. few hours... Different houses, like this blue house, gives you $150 and 13 experience every eight hours. Um... So sometimes they're kind of timed. Do you move these little people around, or they just do what they want to do? They just walk around. You choose who you want out there. I've got pretty much every character mm-hmm. out there, and they just walk around and do their thing. But you can tell them. Do what they interact? To oh my do. god, is that Homer? There yeah, he is. Like there I was Homer earlier. Clicked on Apu, so you can tell. Oh, you what? can change his costume to all American Apu. No way. Pal Apu, Fireman Apu. Oh my god. And he has this different things nuts. to do. If it has that little walking thing next to it, like pray to Ganesh, Dude. when you click on him, he's gonna go and do. If we, oh, okay. we're it's following follow him. him and see oh my God! Praying to Ganesh, and he's, in, going to, he's going to earn money and experience for doing that. 
Incredible. I, if I wanted to rush it, I could spend a donut, my donuts, and do it. Which, that would be a stupid use of donuts if I didn't steal them! <laughs> and then he's done with his task and you What the... This is crazy. This is like a real... This is like a... a um, it's made by EA, so... What's the word I'm thinking of? It's like an evolution of a Tamagotchi. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Speak. I, yeah, I played it, there was this Westworld one that I was playing, I was and I was really heavy. Yeah. I was heavy into that one. I oh my god, I had all kinds of like, crazy. Yeah. yeah, I was getting too deep because I just kept growing more and more of these things. I'm like over here making blood over there, making you know the plastic stuff to create more more drones over there. Uh, this you know, and and then and then killing characters to upgrade to other characters, and then yeah. going okay, yeah. well. You know, having this person training so they can learn how to whittle themselves a gun or something. I mean, it's just, it was all over the place and crazy. Teddy's breaking down every five interactions. I'm like, okay, well, how do I stop this from happening? Oh, I got to upgrade him. Oh, crap. I got to kill three of my best characters. <laughs> oh, great. Man, Black just killed another one of my drones because I'm... I thought, you know, I tried to match him up, but he didn't have the, he was only 2.6, and man in black to expected five. <laughs> I mean, it was just so crazy. hard for you to get, like, oh, that's why I got out. It's like, I don't have a hack for this, and it's like, you gotta log on every two hours if you want anything. Holy cow, it, it was so exciting. Right? When you see the little people negotiating with each other, or <laughs> fighting each other, or shooting at each other, and... If you could fool the guest, they gave you a lot of money. If you could fool the guest into believing that you're the more real you were, mm. you got bigger bucks. But if they were like, uh, sounds a little glitchy <laughs> about this one, uh-huh. they'd give, maybe give you ten bucks or something, and you know, thanks for playing along. But if they could really tell that you were, you know, they just they wouldn't hesitate. Bah, just kill your kill your little people. Then you have to send them in the shop. But in order to do that, you gotta have the the factory whip up an, a certain amount of uh, blood for your character. Yeah, and then. You know, it's like maybe 20 minutes while they're sitting in there in the chair getting all fixed. And I just, I love and hate those. They're just giant time sucks. I know. And then that one really made it. And meanwhile, you you're getting these these letters from your, your fellow employees. And oh, they're, they're yeah. telling you, hey, great job or whatever. Hey, you got some extra points to spend on these things. And then, of course, and then you end up getting these mysterious mails, you know, letters from people going, you realize you're in the game now, don't you? You know, and if you ever have any hope of getting out of this, you'll do exactly what I tell you. And it's just like these little strange little, oh man, it just kept going on and on. That's kind of cool. That's kind of creepy. That's it was cool. really interesting. Dude, am I right that Westworld's not coming out until next year, the next season? Hmm. I don't think it's going to be out this year. Uh, Game of Thrones is April. Yeah. I didn't even know they were coming out with another season. I'm so happy to hear that. I, I love Westworld. Westworld. Oh man. Cool. I couldn't stop humming that theme song when First I was watching. First season was... Hands down the best. Second season, a little uneven, but where it was good, it was good. I love how they just keep double-twisting your brain. You're going, yeah. oh my yeah, god, yeah. that dude's a clone? Or I'm, whatever I'm, it is, host? That dude's a host, you know? Three, season two was not what I thought it was going to be, because I thought it was going to be out in the world more since she has oh. it seemed like. Oh! She comes back and... Oh! Is, mm-hmm. Wait, am I ruining? Did you watch season two, right? Well, still, no matter what, you can't ever ruin anything. I mean, who, who can, right? Because it's like any theory is any great theory. Well, that, I've that seen so many of these YouTube like videos. Everybody getting killed, the black chick gets killed, it turns oh. out she is a... Oh, like, right, right. Replicant or whatever. Mm-hmm. Did you guys watch the new Blade Runner yet? No, I haven't. I so have not. Well, 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 I really want to watch the first Blade Runner and then watch the second one so I can have that have kind of similarity. 
I think I saw the two different versions, one with narration, one without, long oh, yeah, ago. Yeah. And I remember my buddy Matt just 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 ranting for like you know a half an hour about it. He's like, well, this was not the intended version with narration or whatever. And I'm like, oh, cool, this is fascinating that you know <laughs> someone knows this and like that. And, and number two, the fact that two different versions came out. I mean, that's pretty cool. Kind of like with Army of Darkness, they're always coming out the new DVD with another little extra scene here or a different ending there. And Evil Dead Two and just like, came out in 4K. Wow. Well, I, this is the only thing I'm going to say. I don't know that Evil Dead 2 means 4K. <laughs> they read, they, they, um, they read, supposedly the tentacle scene is beautiful. Oh, <laughs> the, the tree scene? The yeah. tree rape? Was that so two they, or was that the original? That was the first one. Yeah, that's the original. Scene, yeah, and, and 4K makes it sound like it's it looks more like a camcorder than ever before. That's almost what bothers <laughs> that's, me. That's, it's like, yeah. there's something yeah. about those old horror movies, like not having it super it crisp, that lends itself to I love it. And I'm easier on old movies than I am new movies because uh-huh. I'm like it's of a different time. I can forgive that maybe this wasn't the most unique shot. Or... Well, it was all experimental, you know, and exactly. it's because of those then guys that these people piggyback yes. ride. And that's you know. what I'm saying. Yes, definitely. Yeah, and there's like, like a shaky. Definitely. They're trying to. You can tell they're trying to zoom in, but maybe that's the only money they had yes. for that moment, and they're just like. <laughs> like I was watching. Oh my god! I gotta say, this one is terrible. I was watching Logan's Run last night. Oh man, it's so bad. I mean, it's. Awesome bad, but it's so bad. Have you watched it lately? No, I haven't. Holy fuck, have you seen it? Have you guys... Not recently. Michael yeah. York, like, oh my god, it's just the goofiest... I, and I the people seen... are flying up in the sky or something, yes. right? Because <laughs> they're, they're like... 30? Is it when they're yes, 30? Yes, when they're 30, mm, they mm. gotta die. And... and someone comes get them. Yes, and, and they he catch them in the streets. turns 30 and he goes on the run. <laughs> That's right. Logan goes on the run. Oh, so Logan was one of the guys that was the catchers, right? He was the right? catcher, Oh, yes. so in a sense, it was kind of like Fahrenheit 451, where at first he was a firefighter, yes, yes, and yes. then he sees the other side. <laughs> it's just such a like product of his time though where it's like man I don't need to see I don't want to see this incredibly crisp or anything like it's a product of its time mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. especially yeah some of this stuff I keep hearing about 8k now and I saw this big video about a guy describing how it's 10k already I think oh wow have, no oh my god two 4k TVs next to each other no I mean Apple and Netflix are going to be launching 8k they'll still be 8K47? Yeah. I mean, but I'm like, I, nobody can stream 4K. I mean, it's, having 8K is just so pointless. I was looking at this video about a guy who's breaking down everything from 720 to 1080, you know, all the way up there, and he goes, he goes, do you realize that there are multiple times where you don't see half of what you actually, like, whatever your eyes are seeing right there, you're not even catching most of what's there. Because your brain's not moving fast enough, is that what you're saying? Or because they... Well, the way that the... Oh, the screen is blocking, you're missing spots of the scene? Because, oh, yeah, of course, because yeah. it's a... And so he's yeah. like, at 8K, there's not, you're not going to pick up any difference between that 4K and that 8K, because you can't see half yes. of any of the differences that there are there anyway. I could see 8K going the way of uh, the 3D TVs, because it is. Like, who, how many people are that... The way that, that I would use 8K is if it was those kinds of shots, where you could do those kick-ass zoom-ins from way the hell up on top of a mountain, and... That and the close-up of yeah, someone yeah. sitting there. That's how I'd use the 8K or 10K or whatever. Because... Well, you're really good with the shots from right above. Thank you. never moving the camera. I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Where, Where am I going? We're... I don't know. Oh, no, I, I see my bald spot. <laughs> yeah, that was the... Uh, right what was that? The, right uh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> was he... What, what was Was he like... Laying out TNT or something? A cable of TNT? Or was he... <laughs> my recollection was... Anytime you were doing anything... <laughs> you were right above... It was always, it was always looking right above. I, mean, right. I would have loved to see a slow speed chase done in that. Oh yeah, 
style, but oh, it yeah. just doesn't roll that way with the camera. Yeah, that's like that Jackie Chan, you know, those Jackie Chan shots where he's running through Chinatown or something. It's like from the... And you hear these like... A lot of like crazy percussion like you'd see in Akira or something. And he's like hopping over things and flipping through things. and Yeah, that's what I was accomplishing with the Red Dead Redemption. That's what it was. I think they're creeping up towards a house or something like that. I think that's what they're creeping... Walking up to a house. Oh, man. Uh, it's like I, I disagree about the 3D. I think 8K will become standard. Like 4K TVs will become standard. But like you just said, we can't stream 4K. Everything is moving to streaming. We're moving away from physical media. Yeah. But I mean, the thing is, like, too, also bandwidth is, is going to get better. I mean, once we it is, but we're putting out 8K now. Bandwidth is not there, and it's not going to be there for many no, years. No, they'll, they'll put out the TVs just because it's cleaner, and they do sell 4K DVDs or 4K Blu-rays right now, and they will make 8Ks. But I'm like, if but yeah, I mean, I, I do think they'll keep increasing the resolution. I mean, Dolby Vision's out right now, and that's, like, huge. I, I think that'll mean that maintain standards until the technology streaming catches up. I mean, 3D is pointless. That so do you think they'll leap... I think it'll die until Do you think they'll leap directly from 10K to holograms, or from 10K to 100K, and then holograms? I think they go from 10K to 11K, Kurt. I, have you been to school in a while? <laughs> Well, sooner or later, it's gonna. It's a joke. Sooner, it's a joke. I don't know. Um, I want to say they should go to like three. I mean, to real holograms. Or hey, I was thinking, if you want to say it, you should say it. Thank you. I do. <laughs> Wait, are you done talking now? I stopped paying attention when you started talking, so yeah, I'm ready. So funny, I just got back from hanging out with my buddy Jeremy and Andy. Andy's moving back to Chicago to help out his parents. Jeremy's moving out to Portland uh, March 10th. Uh, February 23rd, by the way, today's February 24th, but February 23rd marks the 19-year anniversary of when I left Carroll Stream, Illinois for California. Uh, uh, Carroll Stream, Illinois to California, yeah, February 23rd, 2000. Uh, Oh, man, it's just been so awesome being a part of all these, these, these uh, particular art forms and concoctions, and it's just been such a wonderful, wonderful vibe. And uh, so, you know, my my buddy Jeremy and Andy, who I worked with at Barnes Noble, they they came out here and um, kind of followed me out here to to live out in California. Now they're going, and it's like all that time just flew right by. So um, we hung out, and we saw Doom Patrol. So you, you'll hear them. They, they were just talking earlier on the podcast. Gonzo. Hi, kitty. Hi, there. Um, so that conversation you heard earlier with Jeremy and Andy... That was, they did not know I was recording them. Because after I watched Doom Patrol, I tried to record their their reactions to seeing it. I really honestly tried to interview them. I'm like, you guys, okay, can I interview you about your experience with seeing Doom Patrol? And all of a sudden, they start, they start getting really, really quiet. All of a sudden, they get really, really quiet. 
shit. As soon as I, as soon as I stop the thing and I hang it up and I put it in my pocket, all of a sudden they start talking again and laughing. Oh my God. Just so funny. It's so funny. Oh man. So yeah, that was those guys. Oh man. So I just uh, got into an Uber and, uh, I didn't record it, but I got into an Uber and I'm just pouring my heart out, you know, to the guy about the importance of friendships and all this craziness. And, uh, you know, basically summarizing, saying, you know, it's just the best to be able to have friends that you can count on and collaborate with. And I go to this big, big inspirational speech. It looks like that he's listening. You know, it looks, it looks like he's listening. And all of a sudden, I go, oh, so how long have you been an Uber driver? And he was quiet. I go, so how long have you been driving Uber? And he looks over at me, and I go, a long time? And he shakes his head, he goes, long time. And I'm just like going, okay, so he didn't understand a, s a single word I just said. We just spent like 15 minutes in the car, and he didn't understand a single word word that I just said of that big of that big speech of that big heartfelt speech about collaboration and, and, and good friends and you know the importance of surrounding yourself with good people after all of that he he uh Always on time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Thank you, universe, for floating me along. Thank you for putting up with me. My flim flam. Ah, shit. There we go. So yeah, if you get a chance, check out Doom Patrol. It is really something. It's on a, I thought it was Netflix. It's actually like some kind of DC. There's some new DC channel. The acting is great. The cinematography is great. Production design, fight scenes. I mean, man, the way that they cut this thing together, you, you feel like you're watching a living comic book unfolding before your very eyes. It's astounding, it's astounding. So yeah, check it out. Please, if you get the chance. Eleven twenty-nine a.m. Now eleven thirty. Just turned eleven thirty. The twenty-sixth. It is the twenty-sixth of February. Holy moly! In two days, we will be on the, uh, or maybe in one day. 
Yeah, the 28th. I think that's what it is. We're taking our uh, flight, Yachtly crew, we're taking our flight to uh, Tampa. And then from there, we're getting on a ship to go uh, on the 311 cruise. So we're going to be on that 311 cruise. If you guys are on that 311 cruise, say hi to us. Say hi to us and say hi to me, Kurt, from Inspirato Projecto. I will interview you. I plan on doing a lot of podcasting on there. From what I understand, from the little I understand, they... Uh, the wireless, uh, the internet stuff will be kind of spotty, few and far between. So I'll either just go ahead and record all the dialogue that I need to record on my cell phone in terms of just, just recording it on just the regular recording thing. Then when I get home, I, w- I can upload all of that. Um, or, you know, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I mean, if, if there's some good, uh, internet connect, if there's, if I could find some decent internet connection in some areas, I'll definitely, I can, uh, I can easily upload that on there. That does not stop the hotline from being able to receive phone calls. So, you can continue to call 561-203-9179, leave your message, and I will, of course, I will put it onto this podcast. Uh, in addition to editing these wedding videos, I've been going um, to these meetings for our this upcoming film that I'm working on with these guys, the guys who did Bloody Bobby and Black Pumpkin, both of those movies which are still in uh, post-production. This next movie, they plan on shooting starting in March. March is going to be a very, 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 very busy month for for me, for Yachtly Crew. As we will be starting in March at Disneyland. Probably mentioned this mazillions of times. In fact, I probably even mentioned it in a previous segment. Very rarely do I ever go back and listen to um, these podcasts or, or previous segments. I just make them and I store them. They're all here for my future self. Whether it's my fu- future 80-year-old self or if it's my future self who who is in a future, uh, you know, another life that I end up, end up uh, evolving into. These are all here for that. I'm trying to leave as much of a track record of this stuff. And of course, what's what's great is I love connecting with the audience. I love the participation. I love the idea that there might be something I say that relates to someone who's listening to it. And perhaps it inspires something within them to, to go out and, and create something or go out and... know just just do 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 their very best at at creating art i've been painting more which i'm so excited about which is keeping me off the social networks that's a big deal right there you know you get this when you're someone who's creating a content creator i'm a content creator when you're a content when you create stuff 
and you put it out there into the world, there's this, you know, the ego goes, hey, how many, how many listens have I gotten so far in this podcast? How many, you know, how many likes have I gotten on that Instagram post? Who commented on something that I put it on Facebook or on Twitter? How many noti- What are the mo- notifications like on Twitter? And you get caught up in that. And it's easy to get in this cycle of just doing that all day long. Man, there have been days where I just, all day long, it feels like I'm just checking on stats. Holy moly. So I can't get down about it. Why, who, what, who's the, who, I have only myself to blame, right? I'm the only person who, who can tear into myself for, for, for doing something like that. Ever, I'm sure many of the other folks out there might have similar issues with this. I can definitely tell you that the way to break that spell is by creating your art, painting, just the act of mixing the paints, of seeing those textures on the canvas, of of, of spreading the paintbrush along along the uh, along its path. Just so much fun, just a blast. In other news, <laughs> um, I've been going down this rabbit hole called Skyrim. My buddy Jeremy. I had the pleasure of hanging out with him and, and uh, Andy Smith the other night. They're moving. Jeremy's moving out to Portland, and Andy's moving back to Chicago to help his parents. And these were two friends of mine who moved out shortly to California after I moved here. My my 19th anniversary of living in California happened on February 23rd. February 23rd, that's when I left Carroll Stream, Illinois. Came out here to California, IA. And for anyone who listens to this, you 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 know, I you the the th- the projects I've been working on are are pretty pretty well documented. They're pretty well documented. And <laughs> it's just so sad to see these guys go. It's so sad. You know, when you you got all you got those regrets in your brain where you're going, "Oh my god, we had so many great ideas for creating these projects and we didn't get to those projects and you know, making songs and wanting to create screenplays and all this stuff." And uh it just you know, you 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 live with those regrets. That's There are certain aspects that I'm happy about where I don't live with regrets. And then there are the other aspects where I go, sheesh, I got regrets in those areas. If I spent half as much time worrying about whether people like my postings or not, if I spent half amount of that time uh, as I did with my friends, oh my God, that is the value right there. That's the value right there. The last thing you want to be doing is living on your deathbed and thinking back about all of the regrets, all of the stuff that you didn't do, all of the projects that you meant to do. Jump on them now. Jump on them now. Of course, I'm saying this while in the same breath talking about diving down the Skyrim rabbit hole. My buddy Jeremy gave me the Xbox 360, and I think you guys heard me talk about Red Dead Redemption 
undead nightmare and now I'm going down the Skyrim rabbit hole. Now, in defense of video games, they open up your imagination. I have dreams. This, if, if you get a chance, if you happen to have the Xbox 360, if you haven't played it yet, if you like role-playing games, if you like Dungeons & Dragons, if you like having to be uh, accountable, if you like being accountable to your decisions, because this game, you 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 make a decision, you know, you, you cannot go back. My character became good friends with this fellow who, who, um, a blacksmith, and, uh, in this town, and then a dragon came down, and I had to fight this dragon while the dragon burnt up my friend. So, that guy's little kid no longer has a dad. You, you gain an attachment. So this is what's so interesting, when we think about this idea of all of this life being a simulator, and then you look at the video games that you're playing, and you go, holy moly, it took a team of spirits, basically, to program to program the 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 video game program the uh, likes dislikes uh, advantages disadvantages uh, preferences non preferences when you think about that people you know humans human spirits put that together and those little people they feel that they were programmed to so that's that's us that's exactly us those little people in the video game don't realize that we're playing the video game which is a side note get a chance if you get a chance check out bandersnatch if you got netflix bandersnatch i'll say it one more time bandersnatch so those little video game people they have no idea that we're, we're playing the video game. They have no idea that there's an entity behind the decisions that are being made. Whether you uh, steal from a barrel uh, in a tomb, whether you steal, uh, or whether you um, um, uh, sell the armor of a, uh, of a, you know, they, like, It, I, I, it's just, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. The more I just, the more I parallel the idea of, of the, the, the video game simulation world, and I compare it to <coughs> the human earth simulator world. It's, it's astonishing. It's astonishing. You are held accountable to your actions, just like in real life. And I think it teaches a lot of important things when you play games like Skyrim or even Fallout. Because the decisions and the things that you do, like in Fallout, for instance, um, if you're a little kid and you're mean to someone, that means later on in the video game, you come across those people, they're going to remember that, that you were mean to them. They carry that with them. So I think what's good is that it's a, it's a beautiful sort of subliminal way to educate the populace about being kind to one another, 
about watching for each other's backs, about, you know, just the karmic aspect of the whole thing. What goes around comes around type of thing. So reading books, reading books, playing these video games, they can expand your brain, which by the way, I'm currently reading the book Room to Dream by David Lynch and Christine McKenna, which is hugely inspirational. And you can hear the podcast. I did three parts where I interviewed Douglas and Roxanne, Douglas Clark and Roxanne Knaus at the David Lynch book signing at the Ace Hotel. I met them and we talked endlessly about synchronicities. In fact, I had Roxanne on Inspirato Projecto K-Chung on K-Chung version, the radio version, which, by the way, I'll have to miss my... Uh, I have to miss my radio show because I'll be out of town. I'll be on, on the ship. So... Me saying this out loud, this is this is good because I gotta just put up a. I'm gonna have to put up a uh, a notice to let folks know that I I won't I won't be able to be there. Uh, but March is gonna be a very busy March because Yachtly Crew we got the cruise from the first until the sixth. Then we're gonna start I think on the 10th and 11th Sundays and Mondays we're gonna be playing at Disneyland California Adventure during the wine festival so if you're out there please say hi to us I think it goes all the way to April so if you're out there please you know say hi to us say hi to me I'll interview you for the podcast if I'm not working we're not allowed to take we're not allowed to do any audio back there we're not allowed to take any pictures they're very strict Disney is very, very strict. Very, very strict. My previous episode, uh, I talk about how we had our rehearsals back there at stage 17. You know what? Before I dive into this wedding video, I think what I'm going to do is, I think it'd be fun, I'm going to read... I'm going to read from my idea book. I just had my idea book out the other day. Where'd that go? Is this it? Oh, here we go. Oh, there it is. There it is. There is the idea book. Here we go. The idea book. Here we go. We're going to read. You are now sitting precariously atop a jar of Harvest Road peanut butter filled pretzels. 24 ounces, one pound, eight ounces. Delicious, delicious, delicious. I'm a huge peanut butter fan. Uh, wow, okay. Here's the first thing that pops open here. All right, let's see, let's see what this says, here we go. This is when I, I had no electricity. They shut off my electricity. I didn't pay the bill. This is a while ago. And Jeremy and my friends, they came together and they paid that bill. They did that for me. Anyway, this is called Living Without Electricity. My computer is used to receiving furious affection, facilitating all kinds of ideas and dreams. 
After the electricity went out three days ago, I've learned important items of interest. Phone charger, bathroom light, computer, stove igniter, microwave, garbage disposer, refrigerator. Will not work without it. Knowing this enables me to use foresight with eating, showers, talking on slash charging my phone, and cleaning out junk mail slash returning emails. I've learned to carry a charger with me wherever I go and how to utilize the library during its on hours. I've picked up three candles from the 99 cent store which have come in handy. It's a transcendental experience to take a, to take a shower in candlelight. I imagine this is exactly what the founding forefathers of America had to do when their electricity went out. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> without the hum of the computer, quote, obligation, unquote, without the, uh, the uh, obligation of correspondences and the sounds of golden girls playing outside my door in the living room, it's been completely serene. Now we're just going to pause here. I had a roommate who, uh, I, I was most, I was just spending a lot of time in my room. Uh, just creating what I wanted to create. I had a roommate at the time who was always watching Golden Girls on DVD. And, uh, he, uh, had, he would have friends over all the time. And, uh, so, it was great. It was a great way to get rid of him and his uh, parasitic friend who was staying on the couch, not contributing. They, they left when the electricity went out. Beautiful. So, anyway, here we go. Without the hum of the computer, obligation of correspondences, and sounds of golden girls playing outside my door in the living room, it's been completely serene. I'm realizing more lately just how much information overload I've been volunteering my ecosystem to. By having the electric shut off, I'm opening my genius mind to more nature. I feel my communications with Dr. Gonzo have harmonized even more. Dr. Gonzo is my cat, by the way. Appreciation for electricity and the merits without it grow simultaneously. I've been thinking a lot lately about moving off to the treehouse village. There's a treehouse village in uh, Costa Rica called Finca Bella Vista. Uh, look that up. Finca, F-I-N-C-A, Bella Vista, B-E-L-L-A-V-I-S-T-A. Finca Bella Vista. Look that up. Uh, they somehow generate electricity there as well as have some sort of Wi-Fi for their computers. This is a taste of an element of their lives in the wild. I read some of my, quote, Big Sur and the Oranges of Hieronymus Bosch by Henry Miller last night by Candlelight. It seemed very appropriate. I shall quote him now as I sincerely took the words to heart. Quote, Only when we are truly alone does the fullness and richness of life reveal itself to us. In simplifying our lives, everything acquires a significance. Here he thereto unknown. When we are one with ourselves, the most significant blade of grass 
assumes its proper place in the universe. Unquote. While reading that piece, P-I-E-C-E slash P-E-A-C-E, while reading that piece, I truly felt that closeness to what is, without distractions and others' opinions to guide or influence my decisions. My psyche rests into an all-that-is kind of flow. I can assume this balance is an aspect of meditation's benefits, as I've experienced only a smidgen of the few times I tried it. I'm realizing meditation is less about trying and so much more of simply being. Having the computer off and the house empty aids in the appreciation of this revelation and the balance of my environment. I've been taking this opportunity to paint like a madman, and it feels great. How interesting is that, that here I am talking about painting more. Here I am talking about not using the computer uh, or using the computer less, um, unless I'm editing, because that's my main job. That's the other computer. That's a side note. How interesting is it that I talk about those particular things and then I open up this book and that's the first thing. Like, talk about a synchronistic moment. How beautiful is that? I'm going to read from the idea book. Here we go. Uh, a lot of these just little little blurbs here. Paying my relatives and friends with the gigs I get. Man who introduces himself as his invisible twin to new people. Let me read that again. Man who introduces himself as his invisible twin to new people. They get to know him as his twin brother, never knowing what his real name was. They have a funeral for his dead twin. Oh, I see. So you walk around pretending you're a twin. I get it now. Pretending you're a twin, which, by the way, I played one in Bloody Bobby. Uh, and I grew up with, I grew up with twins. Brian and Steve Wisniewski, phenomenal, phenomenal t- twin work there, teamwork. Great guys. They shall all always inspire me. Uh, let's see. Man plans funeral, puts out obituary just so he can see who shows up to his memorial. He gives a speech as the man's long lost twin. That's funny. Bixby's. Another word for dollar bills. Oh, I love it. Bill Bixby. Twistery. Twisted history. Here's the title. The Pastry of Cats. Another idea. A movie about ancient occultists. Here's another quote. Here's another thing. Magnify your magnificence. Here's another one. You've been catfished. Narrated by Ice-T. All about cats playing with 
the cat toy made by Ice-T. Oh yeah, I had this idea for a, 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 a toy for cats called the Catfish. And uh, it's a little, like I imagine like a plastic, like, um, well, like a little fishing pole, little fishing pole. And you and the thing you could get it attachable, diff, like different toys. So you go, and the cat goes for it, and then you reel it in. So this would be this would be a uh, TV show. <laughs> Can you imagine Ice T playing playing with this cat toy, and it's just him talking about it? Yo, you've been catfished. This is your host, Ice T. Today we're gonna be catfishing again. Oh yeah, this time today's lure it's gonna be a golden, shiny, sparkly lure. My wife Coco made it. She she bejeweled it. Now here, beda- she bedazzled it. Here we go. Let's try it out. Oh, it looks like that cat is really loving it. Yo, yo, honey bear, you liking that? Honey bear, you like that one? It says just like AFV. He does the voice over it talking about the cat being catfish cat being catfishing. Oh, I see. America's funniest videos. Oh, so it's one of those kinds of formats. I see. It's like an America's funniest videos. It's called catfishing. Or or uh, you've been catfished. That's what it is. Okay, so it's like an America's funniest videos. So imagine remember when uh, Joey from um, Full House they would do the the jackalope. He's like, "Hey, I'm the jackalope." Oh, hello everybody. I see you. It'd be like that with with iced tea. Yo, I'm trying to catch this toy here, but I can't seem to do it. Yo, there's a couch in my way. How am I supposed to see the How am I supposed to see the bait on the hook if there's a couch in my way? Oh. Painting ideas, radar love, and the V is spelled with a heart. Radar love. There was a uh, a robot that I made, and he had a mustache. I'd never seen a robot with a mustache. His name is Radar Love. Series of mustached robot standing next to things it loves. Highly philosophical meanderings by a robot. Coloring outside the lines. Dreaming. Tacos, science, history, sandwiches, epiphanies, heartbeeps, helping others. Another idea. Monster Blues Brothers. Oh. Oh, yeah. I think I, I was thinking about a series of paintings of the Blues Brothers as various monsters. So you got the, uh, the Blues Brothers as vampires. You got them as Frankenstein. You got them as... Uh, Mummy? Could you imagine that? The mummy. That would be pretty cool. They got the bandages on their face and they got the uh, the black sunglasses over it and their hats and everything. Ha! Here's one I've never seen. Oh, here here we go. Uh, oh, Doctor Who paintings. I had this idea of doing a bunch of Doctor Who paintings. Uh, okay, so here's an idea I've never seen. Zombeetles. Zombeetles. So the beetles, but as zombies. Maybe that's been done. But, you know, I mean, this this was... The, remember, folks, this is the idea book from back in... Uh, when was this thing first created? 
March 25th, 2013. Oh, make superhero paintings for the comic shop. Art show there? There's a, a, a comic shop, Ventura Boulevard, and I was thinking about doing, well, fan art. I didn't even know the, the term back then, but... No, actually, maybe I did, because I think Alan Panicle, my buddy Alan Panicle, the artist, I think he was doing fan art back in the day, and I think it might have inspired me to do that. Primary color film with each person in their own particular color. Ah, that's right. Yes. Um, yeah. That was an idea for a movie I have. Um... So, so you, you know, you take in all. I, I was writing down all the different things that that uh, are symbolic of each of these colors. Red can mean angry. Red can mean passionate. Red can mean love. Green can mean envy. Green can mean sick. Green can mean nature. Uh, blue can be sad blue can be ocean so there are all these different little things and not to mention all of the 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 things that are connected with each of those like for instance what does the spectrum what does the green spectrum what kind of sound does that make you know so you go deep into it so the whole idea was that when you see each of these people when it cuts to this person over here their world is all blue so you know, you got a blue tint to it. Maybe it's not fully, fully blue, but you got a lot of blue tints in there. And um, and everything would embody what that is. You got a person over here who's red. You got a person over there who's green. And but Or not green. I wanted to do the primary colors. Red, blue, yellow. That's what it was, the original. Maybe I can move it to secondary colors as well, but the idea is that it's the primary colors. But when the blue person gets together with the red person, if they go into each other's they Venn diagram things you sort of see that shift to the purple and off they go obviously the yellow and the red they would make an orange person the yellow and the blue they make a green you know green uh, world so heck would the, would the yellow and the blue person would they would they uh, have a green green baby a baby that lives in a green world who knows so I wanted to do that, and I had this idea of, like, the split screens, so you could see each of them, and then when they enter each other, and I had this idea from uh, the movie Time Code. If you get a chance to see Time Code, it's an ingenious film. Ingenious. Most of it might even be improvised. Ingenious film. Oh, here's another idea. Oh, look at this interesting little note here. Right on Inspirato Projecto. Inspirato Projecto, we had a website. My buddy uh, Alan created for my brother and he and I to to put our uh, various poems, short stories, stuff like that. And we rarely ever used it. So you can kind of see the evolution of Inspirato Projecto. That's one piece of the evolution. Here's another word. A uh, name, a name for a person, Adam Ward. Adam Ward, you know where I got that name from? Adam West mixed with Burt Ward. Uh, here's another one. World's quietest quick change artist. 
Oh yeah, I had this idea of these people having a conversation. So the one person's going, this, that, the other, this, that, the other. Another person going, blah, 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 blah. Another person going, yada, 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 words, words, words. Another person going, yakety, yak, yakety, yak. Another person going, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Another person going, la, 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 la. Another person going, so on and so forth. Whoa, here we go. I wrote this down. July 26th through the 31 possibilities. Painting, making a book, action figures, making movies, stories from the paintings, recording songs, bike rides, Bob's Cafe, open mic, walk through Van Alden Caves, Del Weston's show, Griffith Park Zoo, old, sidewalk chalk, Huntington Beach, make bit strips, dress as singing superhero for the day. Batcave slash Batmobile. Ah, here we go. Uh, Man. Is making coffee next to the refrigerator and starts hearing it make noises. He leaves it and goes to the other room. Sound stops. He comes back and it gets louder, more violent. Eventually it kicks open and something crawls out. Oh, here we go. Here we go. This was my list of questions. I I, I, I printed this out on a piece of paper. Now my buddy Jeremy, he vouched for me for this job at, at uh, Whole Foods. They had a job opening there. And I went in there. I was hyped up on coffee. Uh, I went in there, and I thought, you know what? This is an interview. They're they're interviewing me. I'm interviewing them. So I'm going to give them something to answer and something to think about. So these are all the questions I printed out. They didn't answer any of them, but here we go. How important is reciprocation, cooperation, and collaboration? Why? When was the last time you made ugly slash funny faces in the mirror or did a different accent or dialect? What are some of your favorite hobbies, most recent epiphanies? When was the last time you laughed loudly and heartily? What makes you laugh the most? Are your perspectives negative or positive? Fill in the correct circle. Were you raised on this perspective or did it grow over time? Do you often wonder about the language you choose to use and how it affects the growth of your present paradigm? How often do you give compliments to strangers, friends, and family or do random acts of kindness that you've never told anyone about? What are your passions, dreams, talents, and or favorite accomplishments? How many friends can you really count on? Why? So the feedback I got from, from, from that uh, through Jeremy was that they thought I was, that I spoke too fast. Uh, I think they thought I was on cocaine. Um, 
so anyway, they didn't, they didn't hire me. Um, and Jeremy said, you know, I vouched for you. Like, you don't, you don't need a gimmick. And I said, Jeremy, I'm interviewing them as much as they're interviewing me. If I know going in that they're willing to play ball, then I know that our relationship's going to be awesome. Who wants to work at a job where you're not, you know, the, where things are not reciprocated? Or you're not, you know, they're, they're not complimenting their employees. Who, who wants to deal with that?